0: on today's episode of the bolts broadcast is relocation on the horizon stay tuned Season four, episode sixty-two of the Bolts broadcast. Mike Mitchellson and Chase Krasa with you today. Chase, how are you on this beautiful Thursday afternoon?
1: Uh, I'm I'm chilling. I really am just chilling. It's just about the, the best way to explain it. Uh, you know, went on a little bit of a hunt earlier and felt you know fell short. But other than that, I've been had just kind of a chill day. How
0: about you, um, dude? Honestly, I feel like it should be Friday. It's been It was really weird, and let me know if you've ever had these type of weeks, but getting to yesterday, getting to Wednesday, end of the day Wednesday, it felt like, okay, the week's going by normally, maybe a little quicker than normal. Uh, But then today hits, and it's just like, oh, my gosh. Why is it only Thursday? It feels like it's taking forever. Even though the first half went by well, like, it – It just does not feel like a Thursday right now. I wish it was Friday. Uh, We've had field trips the past two days at work. So I've had to um, kind of coach up third graders on uh, building some Legos and doing like STEM type of stuff. But man, it's been been a long week and I don't really want to go in tomorrow.
1: So that's what you should have done um, with those with those kids playing Legos. Like, you having fun? Yeah. I said, well, welcome to the real world. Cross your hopes and dreams. Just throw the Legos across the room and have them get destroyed. Did you do that?
0: <laughs> no, I, I did not do that, actually. Oh,
1: you're, you're not introducing them to corporate America quite yet?
0: Well, see, it was a race. And if they lost, I would tell them, you're a loser. So, I mean, I'm kind of giving them that touch of reality. but Okay, okay. Uh, so that,
1: that, that's That's fair.
0: After the third time, and the one kid started crying, the teacher yelled at me, and I'm like, "You're not my boss," and kind of went downhill. But you know, I, I feel like there needs to be that touch of reality,
1: right? Oh, absolutely. there does. you know, just just tell you know if you're working with the kid and he's doing a bad job, you know, flipping the double bird, say you're you're a loser. Um, you, you need you need to smarten up. You know, get get your shit together, and then you know just just hit the road. I think, I think that's, that's the way you should approach that with a bunch of kids that you have no idea about.
0: I thought you were going to say, flip them the double bird, give them the stone cold stunner, ask for some beers, clash them together and then pound a couple. I thought that's like beers. Uh, I thought that's what you're talking about.
1: Well, I, I like, I like that too. Okay. That, that, that sounds like a fun plan. Yeah. All right. Well, th- this, this is just the, like this tops the dumbest things we've ever spoken about on, on this show. So
0: uh, let's give you stone cold uh, stunners to third graders.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. This is absolutely the the dumbest thing that we've ever talked
0: about. Well, it gets pretty dumb when there's not a lot to talk about because obviously Tampa Bay Lightning um, not currently playing, but no hockey has been played since we last talked to you. And that's because our first game of the conference finals is tonight, which is going to be fun. We're looking forward to the conference finals. We talked about who we want to win, who we think will win in last episode. Uh, so if you want to get those predictions, make sure to head back to the prior episode. But today, we got really two big topics that we want to hit on. 1st going to be talking about the Giraffe Lottery, and not just specifically the NHL Giraffe Lottery, because there was one recent, and I know Chase not very happy about that, and we'll get to it. And then after the commercial break, got to be talking about the Arizona Coyotes, because we've had some pretty massive developments in that case. So we'll be telling you all about that. What are the options for the Arizona Coyotes franchise after the commercial break? But let's start draft lottery. We know what went down with the NHL draft lottery, Connor Bedard going to Chicago. And now we see that the NBA draft lottery also not really going your way, Chase.
1: Yeah. So, when, when it comes to sports, uh, if you count, the, you know the, the the major five basketball is kind of fifth on my list, but yeah, you know, I still support the hometown teams. You know, I I enjoy college basketball a lot more than than uh, pro basketball. It just seems like there's a little more heart and grit to it. So I, I'm still going to support the team, though. I, I like seeing the Pistons be good. So I was you know I was excited they had a had a very high legitimate opportunity to get well, Benyana, Uh Guy who's considered, you know, maybe the best prospect of this century. They're they're saying there's a chance he's a better prospect than LeBron. Um, And some people are saying that he might be the best prospect um, just in general in sports in the last 15, 20 years as well, which obviously we're going to disagree here as a hockey podcast, but, you know, I have seen it out there. So the Pistons... Yeah, they're looking good. They're they're excited at the potential to get this pick. And instead of, you know, getting the one, they fall on a five. And it's like, yeah, you, you can get legitimately the scraps because you guys can kick rocks. Detroit sports don't deserve to be good. You guys only get a slight glimmer of hope for one team at a time. And that glimmer of hope is just the Detroit Lions. Everybody else has to suck. So instead, they give them to the Spurs. Shocker, they, they give them to a, a bigger market, a team that's have a better history of developing players than letting them go to. A market like Detroit where you know that they were good before they had a great fan base before but now that they're bad the fan base has died off and they, they don't want to help rebuild that fan base so again another draft lottery is rigged a shocker
0: yeah it's it's weird because we have seen multiple whether they be tiktoks twitter videos of people talking about draft lotteries and how they're rigged and there was a video I think you sent it to me that this guy, before I think it was like 10 hours prior to the draft lottery, he was talking about all the possible, you know, areas that Webb Yanya, I, I, that should be on Basketball Name of the Day because uh, I gets me every time. <laughs> but where he potentially could be going, and the Rockets, the Spurs, and not the Spurs, yeah, the Spurs, sorry. Rockets, Spurs, Pistons, they all had the top chance to get him, And he said, you can immediately rule out the Rockets and the Pistons. Like, no shot. Now, the Spurs, they would make a lot of sense if this thing is actually rigged. And then he went into a couple others as well, which I think the others finished, like, second and third. I think the Rockets were four, Pistons were five. So, it was really weird how it went down, but this guy called it. And it started to throw things into question. Is it actually rigged? Because... I mean bro's calling it like he sees it and sure enough it's exactly how it plays out
1: yeah you know it it really it really does feel like it is right at times and it, it it's just wild that, that it played out that way it's it, it's just you know all of his arguments that they're so fair and for the kind of like you know really back up his arguments by it happening almost exactly the way he said it it just it shows that at the end of the day, these, these leagues are trying to do what's best for their ratings that they're, they're trying to promote the sport and putting in a market, maybe like Detroit, or like the, maybe, maybe it's not going to do as well. So you can put them down in San Antonio where there's, you know, now they can get a rivalry and stay with Dallas. Um, you know, they're still in a hockey or a basketball market. Excuse me. Um, like it, I, it makes sense in terms of their business model. And same thing with Connor Bernard, Blackhawks original six franchise, um, you know, they're they're on the downturn, uh, but with the last couple of years, they need to kind of rebound, and now they get to Connor Bernard. It, it, you know, all this stuff seems like it's just predetermined. It, it's frustrating.
0: Yeah, and this is where I kind of want to turn to draft lotteries as a whole because I saw on Twitter people were saying, oh, the MLB, the NHL, the NBA all have draft lotteries. Is it time to implement a draft lottery into the NFL? And I'll say right off the bat, Me personally, I don't like draft lotteries, and I'll let you have, you know, your say here, Chase, but me personally, I don't think that many times, obviously there have been times, look at the Ottawa Senators back in 1993 with Alexander Dagg, but there's not many times where a talented team, a very good up-and-coming team is going to throw a complete season Just to draft their guy. I mean, Chase, you're going into sports management. If someone goes and throws a season and they're not fresh on the market, it's not going to look good on them. Owners don't want to lose. So, I I personally think that teams that are as bad as the likes of the Arizona Coyotes, Detroit sports in recent years, like... They should get awarded the best player because they need the most help. And so, personally, I like the way the NFL does it. I am not the biggest fan of the draft lottery, but I also kind of see other people's points. And it's not something I'm going to bring my pitchforks about.
1: It's really all thanks to Mario Lemieux and Alexander Dag, the, the whole reason that there's a draft lottery and, the, and a rookie, you know, salary cap. Both, both you know, both those sagas teams take very hard. To, to kind of get their guy and then paid very handsomely comparative to the rest of the league, especially in Alexander Diggs' case, he got paid a shit ton of money. Um, so it's really thanks to those two that we saw the lottery implemented in uh the NHL and it became more of a mainstream thing across the other sports too. So I understand as well you you, you don't like like how Pittsburgh did it was bad. Like they had a goalie going on a five win streak and they just set him down because they didn't want to win. So like when you're doing that type of shit, like Maybe like maybe you should just be fined heavily for that. Like if you really want to lo- like lose, sure. But if you're intentionally like losing like that and like you're ruining players' careers who are getting opportunities to do things because you just want to lose, like maybe you should get fined or something. I don't know. But the the whole draft lottery thing it still sucks because there are some teams that are just not good. And especially nowadays teams aren't really going to be tanking much anymore. Like some teams are just not good. And to not get you know that cornerstone piece that you need that could you know help fix yourself, instead you're kind of stuck in that you know that perennial like purgatory of, of being bad, team being competitive.
0: Yeah. I think they can be creative with, you know, whether it be finding teams or uh, you talk about how the specific example, the penguins sent down a goalie who was on a win streak. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't alive back then, but there's waivers in place now. So if the guy is eligible for waivers, obviously he can be picked up by another team and the potential of losing a goaltender that has been playing very well for you, that would definitely try to be avoided when it comes to, you know, present tense. Obviously, if a team's mid-tank, but they're going to lose a good player, that's going to hurt. So uh, I, I think you yeah. can be creative with the different things, whether it be a fine, whether it be, um, you know, something in the future. Maybe you lose uh, draft picks in the future, kind of like how the Coyotes, they were tampering with prospects. They lose their first-round pick. It's something different, but the draft lottery really hurts at the bottom of the barrel teams because it's very unlikely that the team that is last in the league gets the first overall pick
1: yeah it, and that, like that is what sucks cuz like again those teams especially nowadays they really need it so i, I just i hate seeing you know, like, um, like a team like Arizona like, i hate seeing a team like Arizona who you know they haven't had opportunity to pick first overall like they, they really could use it because, like, they've struggled, you know, so much in terms of building a roster and generating revenue. And we'll talk more about that here in the second half. But it, it just, it sucks.
0: And unfortunately, I, I don't think the draft lottery is really going to be going away. It's, it's very much fanfare. When you look at the ratings, everyone's tuning into the draft lottery, especially when you have generational like players like we do in the NBA and the NHL this year. So. Uh, I don't think it's going to be going away anytime soon, but me personally, I'd rather stick the NFL's traditional draft style. I agree. All right, that's going to with the first half of the show. We're going to take a quick commercial break to say hi to our friends over at DraftKings and Raycon. Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with the DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. If you head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, head over to the NHL and Team Futures, there's some pretty good odds going on. With three of the biggest favorites in this year's NHL Stanley Cup playoffs being eliminated early on, we now see the Maple Leafs sitting atop the NHL Championship odds. You look at the Oilers next, the Dallas Stars, and Vegas. Those round out your top four. While you have the underdog Seattle Kraken sitting at plus 2,000. Some pretty good odds out there. Make sure to head over, check it out, and place whoever you think is going to win the Stanley Cup. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050. Or visit helplinema.org. In New York, call 877 8 hope Y, or text Hope Y. And Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21-plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for offer details. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Let's face it. With coffees starting at $5, yes, even without any customizations, and our bank account somehow always depleting, we are officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same thing, but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate or dupe is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on, Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point. So you can listen to what you want when you want without breaking the bank. With my student loans catching up to me, I head to Raycon.com. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of those more big-name tech brands out there. Raycon knows in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy-now, pay-later options. Right now, you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product production insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and a flat fee international shipping. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews. My three favorite components of the Raycon earbud, the earbud's tap functions, noise isolation, and awareness mode. When I'm in the gym and my partner won't shut up, I just pop those bad boys into noise isolation and go to work. Go to buyraycon.com slash thpn today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash thpn to score 15% off buyraycon.com slash thpn. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings and Raycon. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Chase, the conference finals start tonight, which makes me ask any bets on either two series.
1: So you know, as I mentioned in the other episode, um, you know, I, I I did place those bets on those series, and tonight, you know, what what I'm probably going to end up doing is nothing too crazy. Um, I end up going with a, with a first goal scorer, and I think my first goal scorer for this game is going to be Matthew Gachuk. So if you're able to hear this time, for, you know, time for the release, you know, or I I hope you guys you know joining with Matthew Tkachuk because it just it just feels right to me.
0: There you go. All right, well, let's not talk about the Arizona Coyotes and their whole fiasco. Might not be the Arizona Coyotes in a little bit here. And, well, things didn't go too hot when it came to, what was it, Tempe?
1: Yeah, it was, it was the city of, of Tempe, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so what, what happened was there was a, like, kind of a town hall vote, for lack of a better term, and um, it, it was to approve or disapprove of a two billion dollar entertainment district in tempe arizona and what was going to be included, that was a very large stadium where the arizona coyotes would play out of as well as different you know like restaurants uh smaller venues you know shops all those types of things kind of surrounding it and it was a pretty resounding no vote which which really is a shame um you know the the, the coyotes did not do a very good job from what i was reading of Really pushing their agenda for for them to kind of win. They I read they only don't like only you know put in like two hundred fifty thousand dollars for their campaign, whereas the opposition put in like two million. So you know that that, that that's a shame right there to hear. But as of right now, um, you know, the the Coyotes, the league, put out a statement and they're committed to you know the state of Arizona. They'll be playing out a Mold Arena next season, and then future plans will kind of be discussed or released at a later time. And if I had to call my shot like they're they're done in Arizona I I don't I don't see a resolution to this I don't see where they're going to go I don't see where they're gonna be able to get the funding to do it where they can you know get the space so it really seems like Arizona's you know kind of done and we're gonna kind of have to see what happens from here
0: yeah and I even heard that there could be some question around their time in Mullet Arena because some people might be trying to get them out Uh, Obviously, we see Tempe didn't work. Uh, The CEO, Xavier Gutierrez, talked about how he was incredibly disappointed, didn't take questions uh, when he did address the media, but it's super disappointing. And we know Gary Bettman's been trying to keep a team out in Arizona, and feels like that's not going to be the case. Obviously, there's been a bunch of talk on where they potentially could go. Houston was on the block. Uh, Jay Fresh, he's really pulling for Halifax, which... Halifax is cool. I'm not sure if the market's big enough to support an NHL team. I know it's probably diehard enough, but is it big enough? Who knows? And then we see the Arizona Coyotes. A bit of a weird tweet. Uh, they said, "Pack, we want to hear from you. Where should the Coyotes build our new home? And, and put out a Twitter poll for Mesa, Scottsdale, Chandler, and Gilbert, which I don't know. I feel like the, the situation you're in, maybe it's not the best to put out a Twitter poll to your fans and say, where are we going to build when all of these locations are very probable, not homes for you. It it was weird to me seeing that. I mean, I've worked in marketing before and I've done social posts in a situation like this, where nothing goes your way. It just feels off to me.
1: No, oh, it, like, it, it absolutely does. I, I agree. It's it's definitely strange. If if you were guaranteed, you know, like the state of Arizona grants the Coyotes this much money to build something. And, you know, you could like, from there, you pick, we're going to go there. Yeah, great. But the reality situation is it, it just, it looks pretty bleak. So you, you can be as optimistic as you want, but you know, realistically, it, it looks very bleak. So, What's going to have to happen is they're going to start exploring their options outside of the state, and you know, there's definitely a couple interesting ones. As you mentioned, Halifax was was a desired option and will be a desired option by some. A couple of the other ones, um, Houston is kind of the front runner. That one just seems to um, make the most sense in terms of what the NHL is trying to do in terms of a an available market in terms of a population. Um, outside of that, Quebec City is a stretch, but it might happen. Um, Kansas Kansas City, Indianapolis those are both two potential options as well as one that i've seen um out there as well as saskatoon which because it's kind of really the only NHL team somewhat in the area is winnipeg and winnipeg still so isolated and there's a very very big hockey following in the saskatoon area so all those places are potential options and honestly i'd rather see the coyotes the franchise at almost all those other places anyway, get a new, new name, new rebrand. Like I, I, I honestly would rather see that. So we'll kind of see what happens over the next couple of months, the next year or two. Um, we'll kind of see that picture getting clearer and clearer.
0: Yeah. And it's funny seeing some, uh, people mention Sydney, Australia or, or Mexico or, you know, other places like that. I think one person said Italy, which, you know, no shot that's going to happen, but, uh, it begs to begs the question of, If relocation does commence, does rebranding occur as well? Or do the Coyotes stick with what they have? I know the Kachina jerseys, they have very much Arizona representation. I think the Arizona flag is on the jersey. And uh, just overall, there's a lot of Arizona representation. So if the relocation does happen, do we see complete rebranding?
1: I mean, like you, you, can't go be the Saskatoon Coyotes. Like that's just that's just not right. So, I, I hope so. You know, like the, the reverse retro type things that they did. Um, you know, those are gonna be gone when they move to Fanatics, but they're still gonna be alternate jerseys or whatever. So. You know, keep, keep the Kajina jersey, make an alternate, like keep the coyote on it, like a throwback type thing. You can make a new version, um, potentially like that same design with a, a, make your team a different animal and kind of make it in that same style. Like, like those are options. Um, I I just can't see them going elsewhere and saying the coyotes.
0: Okay. Any location that has your heart right now? Is there any spot where you're like, man, I, I really hope that's where they land.
1: My number one would be Kansas City. I I just it makes sense in terms of um, you know like there there's a following there for hockey and right now they're all just default St. Louis Blues fans. So it would be kind of cool to see um, you know as the Kansas City Chiefs are you know becoming more prominent in sports are are becoming um, you know more popular there. See what a hockey team can do over there. Is and then if it's not there. Um, my my next one would probably be to throw them down in Houston and see what happens.
0: Yeah, I, I think it would be cool to see some legacy teams such as Quebec City, and I mean, you love Halifax because obviously Halifax Highlanders out of Goon, but Halifax, Halifax. But uh, I agree. I would prefer they stay in Central or Southern America because having that market just opens the door for. Younger kids to get in the game of hockey, and, I mean, we see Austin Matthews. And, actually, Isha Jerome, uh, former member of the Hockey Podcast Network, he put out a tweet saying, uh, quote tweeting, the Coyotes tweet, saying, wherever Austin Matthews wants to play, obviously, which is is a little silly. And I, I think that Austin Matthews probably would have liked to play in Arizona around his home area, but doesn't seem like that's ever going to be happening now because uh, they're likely gone as well as, you know, Austin Matthews, still a really good player. Not sure if Toronto wants to give him up.
1: Yeah. I mean, it depends if they can afford him, but that, that's fair. If, if they stay in Arizona, I hope to God that Matthews goes there and they just revitalize the organization. But if they leave, you know, wherever you go, just, I, I, I hope they have success. Hope they make it work. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm I'm really interested to see how this all plays out cuz I I really don't know what the next kind of step is from here.
0: Yeah, real quick before we go to hockey name of the the day and and the show. Um I did see World Hockey Report was talking about Austin Matthews and he said something along the lines of how does Austin Matthews have the leverage over the Leafs? What has he ever done for the Leafs which I thought was a little bit weird because Austin Matthews, obviously a prolific goal scorer over a point per game uh, in his whole career. He's just under a point per game when it comes to playoffs. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I mean, I talent wise, like Austin Matthews is just one he's one of the premier talents in the league. And you can argue production, whatever, but he's more than just an offensive guy. He does well defensively. He's key he plays the game the right way, and I I think that he is a, a stud. So he deserves money. Yeah, is he sure to be the highest paid player in the league? No, but like he definitely deserves a rich payday. He's someone that I would happily build my franchise around, especially if you have you know like like what Marner does. If if you can keep keep a Marner around him, and you know throw. I think you know Neander obviously a great player, but maybe they need something else on that line um like he can continue putting up you know 50 plus goals 100 plus point seasons like that like that's all very doable so he's absolutely worth being a franchise player like I, I disagree um with the fact saying that you know well, what has he done to deserve it because like, I, I just don't agree yeah
0: all right, let's go to hockey name of the day now let's scroll on down and we've got oh Knox I like that name we got old Knox Bandera.
1: Yeah, Knox Bandera, baby, not too bad of a name, as as you mentioned. Um, you know, not, nowadays all the all the different like names I'm seeing for kids, they're getting more creative. Some of the some of the names I just I really hate, but Knox, I agree, it's one that I like, so that's why I went with him. But Knox Bandera, he is a 2008 born hockey player, so you know, still very young, 14 years old is right now, born in October. But he was a recent draft pick, of the WHL, 95th overall to the Brandon Wheat Kings. It's, it's a fifth round pick. And this season that just happened, he played um, in the Canadian school league at the Canadian. Like, it's that that school league. It's a bunch of very high talent, elite players. You know, that's where Conrad played before. All the top WHL guys basically all played in that Canadian school league. Um, So it's very good. And at the U15 level, he had 41 points for 26 games. Got some games at the U17 level, two points, three games as well. So numbers show that he's, you know, he's definitely a good prospect, someone that can go have success in the WHL. What can we come after that? Obviously, we'll see. Like he's still a child at the end of the day, fourteen years old, still has a lot of room to grow. But could be someone that we that you know that we do see on the up and up somewhat soon.
0: Yeah, that'd be really cool because I love the name. It immediately made me think of Dawson Knox, obviously tight end for the Buffalo Bills. But then Tony Banderas, who Maski Zorro, Puss in Boots, Spy Kids, all of that. The the name is just great.
1: It 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 really is.
0: All right, that's gonna do it for the show. I want to thank you so much for coming out and giving it a listen. Chase, if you could hit us with an outro.
1: As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Bulls Broadcast, it's at Bulls Broadcast. You can follow the hockey podcast network on Twitter at Hockey Podnet. That's at Hockey Podnet. Why we're at go follow WNP and Twitter at WNP Sports Pod, WNP Sports Pod. Make sure the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You can find all the pods in the network right there. Boom, click the logo. That's an easy peasy lemon squeezy. Remember, listening your hits five stars. your questions, comments, concerns. Do not forget to support our friends over at DraftKings and Recon.
0: Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time.